Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mind Your Soul. And today's guest is Nick Daniels, who is the founder of Thinker Nick. Uh, welcome so much, Nick, um, to this uh, episode. And we're going to talk about pursuing your dreams, basically talking about our mindset. Um, so tell me, Nick, um, who are you? And I'm so psyched for you to be here today. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> thank you very much for having me, Farah. And it's amazing to meet you. Uh, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Uh, I am uh, just an ordinary guy from South Africa who uh, is pursuing his dream of having his own business in the wellness personal growth space. Um, I grew up in South Africa. I have family in the UK and I'm currently uh, living abroad in Vietnam. Amazing. So what brought you to Vietnam, if I may ask? Oh, so that's a whole that's a whole conversation for another time but basically i'm i'm okay. a part-time teacher as well so i'm a mathematics teacher as well as in the connect oh as this as the side hustle as they like to call it but will soon oh. to be the full-time hustle oh wow amazing so many surprises <laughs> you got invited here today because um this no but you got invited here today because this podcast about improving mental health and um, I thought I was following you on Instagram and I really like your page and I like the Thank podcast you. you're doing and all the people that you brought on the podcast about the mindset, how you can't get anywhere you want to if you put in enough work and like the whole mindset thing they really fascinated me. And that's why I DM'd you like I really like to uh, have you on this podcast because I think our listeners would really benefit from it. Um, so tell me, Nick, how can... Like how to develop a growth mindset, empower individuals to overcome obstacles and stay committed to their dreams, even though when they're facing setbacks, because that's kind of hard, right? Yeah, for sure. I think I think before we look at a growth mindset, I think it's important to to look at a, what a fixed mindset is first, which is mm -hmm. obviously the opposite of a growth mindset. And that's basically the belief that your abilities or your intelligence or your talents or, you know, the qualities that you have are fixed and you cannot change them. And people with a fixed mindset, they tend to believe, you know, their attributes um, cannot be improved uh, through any effort or learning. So the sort of characteristics would be like, you know, avoiding challenges. Um, when they fail, they view that reflection as their self-worth, you know, rather than mm -hmm. actually view it as an opportunity to grow. Um, mm -hmm. Avoiding putting in effort, um, feeling threatened by someone else's success. Um, and believing stuff like talent is not enough and giving up really easily. Mm. So that's that what, if, yeah, so that's what a fixed <laughs> mindset is. But uh, if we sort of go back to what you were saying, uh, sorry, to your question about a growth mindset, it's the complete opposite. So mm. a growth mindset empowers individuals to basically overcome those obstacles, you know, stay committed to their dreams um, and even face setbacks in life because you know we all have setbacks whether it's on a daily basis weekly basis i mean everyone's got stuff going on you know mm -hmm. um and some of the sort of things when it comes to how a growth mindset can empower an individual is uh, to like you said uh, to overcome obstacles challenges and pursue their dreams you know the i i thought about this question and there was a few things that really came to me and the first one is basically embracing those challenges. So um, someone with a growth mindset 
usually views challenges as uh, opportunities to learn and mm -hmm. grow instead of avoiding them. Like I spoke about in the fixed mindset before, mm -hmm. you know, they see, yeah, they see them as chances to improve and develop new skills. Um, another thing is resilience. So when people have setbacks, this is a big one. And this has been a big one for me personally is, is developing this resilience in life. Um, you know, setbacks and failures are, they're a natural part of anyone's journey in life. And, um, people with a growth mindset, they don't see failure as a reflection of their worth or their abilities. Instead, they treat the setbacks as learning experiences, you know? So often people are um, demotivated by their, um, you know, failures, or, you know, even if they make a little, a little mistake here and there, they often don't, I'm not saying this is everyone, I'm just generalizing, you know, they often mm. don't um, want to continue pursuing that passion or that dream. But, you know, um, that's why resilience is so important when it comes, and this is how it can empower someone, you know, absolutely, who has a growth mindset. Um, things like continuous improvement, you know, always wanting to become a better version of yourself. And I think this is something mm -hmm. that I've definitely seen in, in the last few months. It never ends. So having a growth <laughs> mindset, the beauty about it, it's like a double-edged sword. It's the beauty about it is you're constantly learning and growing, and it's an amazing, it's an amazing feeling to, you know basically trying to find that 2.0 version of yourself. But at the same time, you're never going to be the perfect individual. Um, I don't believe thing, in perfect either. Yeah. Like, I could just comment on that. Like there's nothing that is perfect. Like we all growing and learning all the way. Like it's a lifelong process of, of uh, learning new skills and things. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so, so then carrying on to the next point would be um, the willingness to seek help and feedback. A lot of people mm -hmm. see um, seeking help as a weakness, you know, as oh, no, I'm asking for, yeah, I'm asking for help. So, you know, I'm a weak person and, and that puts them in, obviously, I would say a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. And obviously that goes to limiting beliefs, which is another um, sort of factor or characteristic of a fixed mindset. But I'm sure we can get into that later in the podcast. But it is as someone with a growth, growth mindset knows that it's okay to ask for help and also knows that, you know, in order to better yourself, you need to be surrounded and or or seek out help from people who are doing better than you. Mm -hmm. There's a saying, there's a saying that goes, you will never be criticized by someone doing more than you. And that really stuck with me because um, especially with the Think Next stuff and and the stuff that I'm doing, I have unfortunately had many or criticisms, but the few that I've had are generally, it's just like, I, I always keep that in the back of my mind. Like, you know, maybe it's because I'm doing more than them. So that's a sort of um, perspective with growth, with growth mindset as well. And then a very important one is adapting to change. Having mm -hmm. a growth mindset, you have to be able to adjust and adapt to change. Um, a growth mindset promotes, you know, adaptability and flexibility. Um, when you're faced with unexpected challenges or changes, individuals with this sort of mindset, you know, they're more likely to adjust uh, their strategies and their approaches rather than just give up. Mm -hmm. um, and one that I, uh, I struggle with from time to time is uh, maintaining a long-term perspective. It's so easy to get caught up in the short-term fun yeah. um, and, you know, instant gratification and stuff like yes. that. People with a growth mindset um, definitely see the, the bigger picture, the long-term um, which is something that, again, like I said, you're never the finished product, something I'm working on. And I'm sure um, 
there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that are probably doing the same. So th that's just my thoughts or, or, or the factors that I've taken into account when it comes to um, how a growth mindset can empower an individual, you know, when it comes to challenges and setbacks. That's like, wow, that was a really beautiful answer. And that is exactly what happens. I'm, I'm kind of in the same situation right now. Like, um, I'm in uncertain grounds, but this is not my first time being in uncertain grounds, like things in life happen to us. And it's about how you embrace the situation that you're in. I talk about this a lot on my page, like when we have these opportunities or challenges, like see them as this was where this was supposed, this was meant for you. And it's how you look at the situation. So this is the mindset of, of growth, I think. Because you see this, you can see it as an opportunity or you can see it as a setback if you have a fixed mindset. Um, so it's like, how are you going to catch the ball uh, when it's thrown at you? So it's really about that, shifting your thought patterns. Um, I talk a lot about neuroplasticity, which is mm. very relevant to this fixed and growth mindset. Um, how you can uh, cognitive reframe your thought patterns, uh, thinking uh, like uh, you have ruminating thoughts and negative thoughts, how you can change them into positive thoughts. Um, so everything is possible. It's really like how you view life. Um, but of course, sometimes you do need help in order to get there. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, because this does not happen overnight. Like it's a process. Yeah, um, for sure. Can I can I ask yeah. a question? Of course. How how do you how do you obviously with the neuroscience background that you have? How do you um, rewire or re you know re rewire your your thought patterns, how, how would you do that? Well, I do. Perspective. Yeah, well, you can do some exercises. Um, you can do like journaling, like write down your thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. What I've done is a really easy uh, practice, actually. You take a piece of paper and you just like write down some, yeah, three things uh, that are bothering you. And then you, you you make a list like just, okay, I can just do it right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> cool. So you, you just make like this and then you just write down the three things that are bothering you. Like, so kind of like the pros and cons thing. Um, then you look at it and you take the paper out, you fold it and you put it away. And you just say to yourself, now I've done this exercise. I'm not going to think about it right now. And when the thoughts pop up again, you can actually take it again and look at it. And this actually helps, but it's like a practice. It takes some days in order for your brain to like, okay, this is not threatening. Like I can cope with this. There's some pros here as well. It's not only the negative things, but it's an exercise and you have to practice it, like keep doing it consistently. Otherwise you wouldn't see change. That was just like one of them. Okay. Uh, That's very interesting. You can interesting. do mindfulness. Yeah, I've, I've done it. It helped okay. me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh. had insomnia uh, during lockdown because we all faced the challenges of lockdown, um, which was very hard for us. And I was there with a newborn baby and two school teenagers that um, re needed like homework help. And I was like overwhelmed with duties. So I got insomnia. It's like, how can I like, how can I get like get out of this situation? So I actually had like um, a coach who helped me with my sleeping patterns. And this was the first exercise to actually mentioned because I was awake due to um, the ruminating thoughts. You know, I was like in a black spiral. Um, this actually helped me a lot um, to overcome my my, my sleep. Um, yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm definitely going to use that. That's an awesome. I'm that's awesome. That that. Yeah. So it's like a it's like technique. a habit thing. 
well, right? Everything takes time. Good things take time. So do not expect miracles to happen. Like over uh, doing it like one or two or three times, you have to invest the work and you have to like do it consistently. So uh, 21 to 60 days are like it takes for a habit to like kick in. So mm -hmm. it will take time, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the question. It was kind of uh, a good relevant question, I think. Now we're talking about fixed and growth mindset. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so tell me, Nick, um, you have this whole program going on also, like you help people with the whole mindset thing. So what role does self-belief play and positive affirm affirmations play in one's mindset uh, to manifest the life that you really want to create? How, how big of a power does that have in your mindset? So that's an interesting question because I'm a big believer in visualizations. Mm -hmm. However, personally, I don't use many positive affirmations. I do in my meditation sometimes in the morning. Mm -hmm. But I think with positive affirmations, they need to be done regularly. Yes. Um, and that's something that I'm working on. But um, to answer the question, there's a few things. Like, first of all, it's it, the reason why positive affirmations are so important when it comes to self-belief is because you need to shape the mind. And mm -hmm. self-belief is the foundation of a growth mindset. So when people have confidence in their abilities and believe in their potential for growth and improvement, that's when they're more likely to take on challenges, you know, and then again, persist, the resilience comes back in, you know, persist yes. in this place of setbacks um, and take steps towards their goals. Uh, the one that I mentioned earlier that I said would probably touch on is overcoming limiting beliefs. Uh, mm -hmm. Positive affirmations are huge with this. They're a really powerful tool because um, they, they really challenge those limiting beliefs. You know, every I'm sure everybody has a limiting belief about something. And I know that using positive affirmations for this has definitely helped me and i do encourage your listeners to do the same um you know limiting beliefs are like for those who don't understand they're basically like self-imposed imagine like barriers they're self-imposed barriers mm -hmm. or negative thoughts that basically hold you back and um you know by you know regularly repeating the positive affirmations it it rewires the brain this is as far as i know and i'm sure maybe you can touch on this it's very well. true it's very true Okay. Uh, yeah, do you want to just touch oh, on that oh, further? Yeah, of course. No, but it's very true because, um, okay, so what you tell your brain is actually what it believes. So like mm. Nick was saying, you have to do it consistently. Just like with this, um, the paper, I just folded together. Like everything has to be practiced in order for our minds to believe it. So how you speak to yourself compassionately, how you view yourself and how you visualize yourself, that is what you're going to manifest in your life. That is what your brain is going to believe. So the whole the whole cognitive reframing of thought, this is what it is. So I do positive self-affirmations every morning after my morning prayer, and then I meditate. Uh, I have a whole ritual going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's good. That's good. It's good. It's really but it good. keeps me it keeps me sane and I start my day really calm. Although I have like sometimes I have like three kids screaming at me. <laughs> it's like, no, because I wake up before them and I've already done all of this then I can like, I'm like calm, I can handle it. But if I if I get out of my routine, I'm like, whoa, I have difficulty handling like all the screaming or, you know, all the morning issues because I'm not zoomed in myself. I'm not like in Zen mode. So this yeah. really helps me actually to overcome all the things, things life throws at me actually because, because of my routine. 
Yeah, oh, so routines sure. are very important. <laughs> yeah, routine is very important. And and I also think like what you put out in the world is what you get back. I'm a big believer of that. What you put Obviously, out is what you yes. get back. So I think positive affirmations is also big when it comes to um, attracting opportunities, you know? Yes. Um, you know, because they emit uh, like a confident and optimistic energy, um, these can attract opportunities that you wouldn't normally think that you would get in life. I, I remember... So the way that I look at life is it's almost like an oscillation oscillation chart. So it goes up, but then, you know, it's going to go down again and it's going to go Obviously, up. And yes. these are the waves of life. And I find when I'm doing my positive affirmations, when I'm meditating, when I'm more focused on looking after myself, my self-care, that in fact, the oscillation chart actually stays up for a lot or longer. Or stays than, a, bit, a bit stable. Stay, exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. I also find that. So again it goes back to saying like what you what you put out is what you get back when you when you use these positive affirmations every day and you stay consistent with them you know you attract opportunities that you never would have thought that you would um would get and sometimes things come into your life and you're like wow this is really cool this is really you know i wasn't expecting that to happen um and then obviously the last one is just boosting confidence you know um having self-belief and using positive affirmations like it instills confidence in your ability and your actions and your decisions and confidence is a massive factor you know if you want to take calculated risks you know um if you want to step outside of your comfort zone embracing your opportunities and ultimately if you want to if you know improve yourself and your personal growth i think confidence is, is a big thing so that's Absolutely. my uh, take on 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 self-belief and positive affirmations yeah, it's very good. Also, just, you know, activates the reward system in the brain, which is related to dopamine, serotonin, like, like all the happy feelings. Uh, we often get like when we do something like uh, actually you also get it from eating chocolate, for example, if you like chocolate, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. you get it. You, you get it from many things. I get it from running as well, exercise. So speaking mm. to yourself like this, like positively with compassion actually does uh activate the neural system in the brain towards positive um, and release those happy um, neurons. So that's kind of important to just state that, that it has more power than you think. It's just not speaking to yourself politely, but it's something acti is actually activated in the brain. Um, yeah. So this is what science says. So it all correlated, you know, and you, yeah. again, you need to practice it not one day or like two times a week, like every single day in order to see the effect of it long-term um, so everything okay. thinks, takes time so, yeah so can i ask another question of um, course. The, the brain doesn't know i can correct me if i'm wrong it they can't tell the difference between i don't know how to phrase this but basically whatever you tell your brain it will believe if that makes sense yes. so with the positive yeah, affirmations true. it's it's like if you're having negative thoughts in your mind and then you just replace those thoughts with positive thoughts, the brain doesn't know the difference. The brain will only, it'll take on those positive thoughts. And that's why positive affirmations are so powerful. Am I correct? I got sound kind of yes. on, the, on the right yes. page. And no, you are so correct. So if you do this long enough, those negative thoughts will like diminish. Like it will be like mm. in the back and then it will just go all away. It's like pushing them away, but it's a process. Because if you've been speaking negatively to yourself, for so long, let's say most of your adulthood or whatever, then it will obviously take longer, but it doesn't take that longer even because you're shifting the whole thought. The brain will get confused, like what's happening, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 but it, will take, it will take some time, but 
but I tell you it'll be worth it because you'll feel lighter and happier. You'll be like, what's going on? I haven't like done anything extraordinary, but you kind of have, even though you yeah. haven't realized. It. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, like how the brain works, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you would know better because of the neuroscientists than me, but I just use the practices that I've learned that have helped me. But that's, that's so valuable. Yeah, mm. because we all have like, there's so many mindfulness practices out there. What could you like, what do you do, uh, Nick, as mindfulness practice? Um, sure. So um, what do I do as my mindfulness practices? It's uh, I actually have a a morning routine, which I I got from uh, Jay, Jay, I'm not sure if you should, uh, sorry. I'm not sure I'm if you're I'm a big fan of Jay Shetty. Jay like, Shetty. I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> yes. I absolutely love Jay Shetty. And um, mm. I use his morning routine, which is T-I-M-E. He calls it time. And what that stands for, the T stands for thankfulness. So mm. showing gratitude. The I stands for, I say insights, but it could be something else. Insights basically learning something new, whether it's reading a book, listening to a podcast, oh, basically wow. just taking on new knowledge. The M stands for meditation and mm -hmm. the E stands for exercise. And if you start your day with time or you start or you spend that first hour of the day, that time doing those four things, you will find that your life will change in ways you cannot even imagine. So that's that's what so I you do use. all of that, Nick. So you, you exercise, you meditate. Wow, that is like lots of things. And you have like like you read or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing, I mean, you can double down because like, for example, if I run or I cycle, I can listen to a podcast at the same time. So That's I can true. save time there. Meditation. Um, if I can't fit it in the morning, I'll do it before I go to bed. It also helps with sleeping. Um, and then being yes. thankful. I, I'm sure we'll touch on journaling and stuff a bit later on, but um, uh, gratitude is a big, is a big one as well. Like I said, yes, what you put out, is. what you get back, and gratitude is a big thing for that. Wow, that's an amazing morning ritual. Amazing. I mean, I would well, need many hours to do that. I, I can't do that. <laughs> so. uh, you can thank Jay Shetty for that one. It's uh, credit to him. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think it's doable when you don't have kids. Like, I'm not yeah. saying it's not doable when you have kids, but like, we are a bit like, when you have kids, you're a bit more pressured. Like, you don't have that much time, even though I wake up before the kids. Um yeah, yeah, I think, sure. yeah, but that's a, an awesome routine, though. That's an awesome routine. Yeah. I think everything is possible. Like, if you if you really want to do something, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, try to, yeah, and if, if I, I can't, I don't have children myself, so I, I can't really comment on this, but try do what I do in the sense that, you know, maybe one morning do exercise with a podcast and then another morning do your meditation with a gratitude, you know, try to half half. I'm, I'm not sure but do what works for you and, no, and for the that's, listeners that's as well. That's a very good idea. Mm. Yeah, for the listeners as well. No, I, I talk on my page a lot about, I don't do a lunch breaks, I do running breaks. So oh. if I'm not running, I'm doing strength training. So every, um, when I'm working for some hours, so my lunch break is actually, I'm running outside. Okay. Um, and this, I encourage people to do a lot. Like, even though you're stuck in an office, go for a walk or go for whatever to like, because then it just rewires your brain. And you yeah. get this, you get this boost of dopamine as well. And you get more creative, like you work better if you put in some exercise after some, some hours of grinding. This is what I do on a daily basis. So my exercise is like mid of the day, uh, but I do start my mornings with prayer and meditation and the positive self affirmations. Nice. Um, and I also end, end my day in the same way uh, as I start nice. my day. Awesome. Uh, 
I yeah. love that. That's, that's yeah. Amazing. So like, like people can do whatever they want to do. And it's not like you have to use like 30 minutes. You can do like five, 10 minutes and increase when you feel like it. Like, because I know people are busy. We have busy lives. Um, so, but, but now you have some things that you can try out with. And once you do it, you'll get hooked. Let me tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, and you, yeah. 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 It's amazing. You feel so good inside. You feel so great about yourself. So I encourage all your listeners to, to definitely take on, you know, some of what we've spoken about today, if not all of it. Absolutely. So Nick, can you share some stories, examples of um, people who have like, you know, transform their lives through just shifting their mindset or some lessons from your own life or experiences, something you can share, like how, how powerful the mindset actually is more than we think. Sure. Um, so there's someone who comes to mind who I really admire and he's super famous and he's, I think probably the number one mindset coach in the world. And his name's Jim Quick. Um, if you haven't read the book Limitless, I really, really recommend that you do read it. I'm actually reading it again. It's on my it's on my wishing list. I have so many books that I want, but really? it's on my limit. It's on my wishing list, Limitless. Oh, it yes. is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. So, um, basically, Jim Quick, I I'm not gonna tell. I don't not gonna tell his whole story for him. But basically, he when he was really young, I think he fell, he hit his head, and he was impaired uh, mentally for a lot of his uh, younger childhood, and basically, he's developed different ways, strategies to learn, to remember, you know, retain information. Um, and it's all in his book and it's what he does. And I actually, on my Instagram page, I broke down his model. It's called the limitless model. Um, and I broke down the three different steps. Okay. It's motivation, method, methods, and mindset. And basically what it is, it's like, so it, this is how you improve any area in your life. So if there's something that you're struggling with, or there's an area you want to improve, you look at these three um, sections. So the first one would be the mindset. That is, what is your beliefs? What are you, what are you telling yourself about this particular problem or this area? The second are mm -hmm. um, the motivation. You know, what is the motivation to change the problem? Um, and then the third mm -hmm. is the methods. What methods are you currently using that are not working? And what methods could you use mm -hmm. to sort of improve? That's a very brief summary. But um, wow, that really makes sense. I was taking yeah. notes. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can. I mean, you could check it out on over over on the on either LinkedIn or the the Instagram page. I'll actually mm -hmm. share it if you like. You can leave it in the in the notes below if if anyone wants to look at it. But basically, he's yeah. an inspiration because of what he's come what he's where he's come from and now of who he is and just the the models and and that's just a testament to you know how powerful the mind can be. You know, being a child who is bullied. Amazing. Um, you know, can't learn, can't remember, being told by his teachers he's never going to make it to now becoming pretty much oh, wow. the most world-renowned uh, mindset expert in the world. And then something mm -hmm. more uh, per personal and like closer to my heart is one of my very good friends, if not my best friend, um, is just a sort of guy who's a, a real good stand-up guy. And uh, he has, when I first got to Vietnam where I was here, you know, I'll give you an example. We we love to do exercise, me and all my friends. And he was sort of the first person to go and do a half marathon and then go and do a full marathon. Oh, wow. And then sort of go and do a half Ironman. And it was almost like watching someone else achieve something, especially someone close to you, who when we started working out together, we were all doing the same stuff. And then he sort of broke 
the barrier. Mm. He broke the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kept going. So, and he kept mm. going. So then for me, I was like, well, if he can do it, I can mm. do it. You know, and then my other mate started, of also course. did a half Ironman. And I was like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Wow. So the reason mm. why I bring this story up and it's close to my heart is because like you become the sum of the five people that you associate with. So if you surround yourself with people who are going to push you, who are going to encourage you, who are going to help you thrive, you know, that is ultimately going to cultivate a mindset, a growth mindset that is going to push you forward in life. So those are the two stories that I have to share. I, I love, I love, I love, I love that story. That is amazing. I actually tried. So you said half marathon because I'm a runner myself. And mm. um, oh, the weather in Denmark is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's insane. Um, so I actually tried to do, like I was practicing for the half marathon, but I was just too slow. Like, because when the weather gets too crazy and I have short legs, I'm not that tall. <laughs> so I was not running fast enough. No, I was just trying to practice, like, like pushing myself to run further and further. Uh, but then I fell and I got an injury. And um, then I was like, okay, starting um, from scratch. Because Yeah, but, but no, but that's life, right? Yeah, um, that's that a setback. Life, and that's a setback. That's a setback. Um, yeah. So you just get up again and you try again. So I'm I'm doing it again now, trying to push myself again. Nice. Um, cool. After the That's injury awesome. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. So I'll probably get there one day. Not 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 now. <laughs> <laughs> I think just keep going. Keep going. I think um, when it comes to like again, like like I said, you your time is very valuable. You have children, but if you you using your runs to your your breaks to run, you know, add an extra k every week. You know, 21 weeks, that's half that's a year. Thing. You'll already yeah. be doing a, a half marathon. Baby steps. Exactly. <laughs> and I really want to do it. This is like a personal a personal goal. Like, I just want to push myself. And it's like, I just want to do this for me. So, yeah, absolutely. And I like pushing myself. I, I feel proud of myself when my Apple Watch is like, oh, you you just uh, run your own record. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the dopamine hit, eh? It's the dopamine hit. The yeah. dopamine hit, right? Yeah. yeah. And I get that from all the running. It's like, but when I do that and it says, now oh, you outrun yourself, like you just broke your own record. I'm like, I'm so amazed. It's like no one watching me or clapping at me, but I feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome, man. I love to yeah. hear that. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, thanks. I think we covered like lots of the questions. Like I really love the story you just shared with us. Um, and you definitely have like this profound knowledge of mindset and uh, you're doing such a great job. I really like your page on Instagram. So Thank people can go and follow her. I'll, I'll throw in, I throw in the links so you can go and follow a Nick on uh, Instagram. Um, so any less comments, Nick, you would like to say to our listeners out there? Uh, yeah. So one thing that we didn't touch on, which we did speak about gratitude quite a bit. Um, I, I wanted to touch on journaling and yeah. for any of your listeners who are looking to improve in their life and want to get better or are just looking to understand themselves better. I can't even tell you how powerful a tool journaling is. Um, and I'll leave you guys with a couple of questions that I use, which I find very, very helpful. And if you follow this or these questions for two weeks to four weeks, you will slowly start to identify areas in your life that are massive, I call them red flags, that you can instantly see, look, okay, here's an area I need to work on. Here's an area I need to work on. So um, if you do start journaling after this, uh, write down these questions. And the first one is, um, 
what excited me today? You could, I, I suggest doing it before you go to bed to clear your mind mm -hmm. and help you sleep. Yes. First question Very is, what excited me today? So you write down, you know, okay, I had an amazing day. For example, me, I'm a part-time teacher. My kids were amazing. They were well-behaved. You know, it was great. Then you say, what drained me of energy? So what drained me of energy today? And after two weeks, you'll slowly, when you go back and you look at all the things that drained you of energy, you will see blatant things in your life that are causing you, you know, they are causing you problems and that are draining your energy every single day. Um, the third one is 10 things you're grateful for. Show gratitude every single day. You know, even if it's small things, you know, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the sunshine. I'm grateful for being able to, to get to work in on my scooter and i'm grateful that we have this technology so we can do this podcast you know what i mean yeah me too. Um, yeah the next one is what did i learn so what did i learn today and it can be anything like it can be a small lesson about yourself it can be something like for example you have children maybe your child one of your children does something new today it could be it could be absolutely anything but what did i learn i use this as a tool to basically reflect and and then i have another book where i add up all my knowledge but that's separate and then another question right at the end you say how did i move the needle forward and what that basically means is what did i do today to make myself one percent better so if you if you write down those five amazing. questions every single day for a month um i really encourage your readers to do that and uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do that there. I have so many books I write notes. I'm, I'm going to do that. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to awesome, try awesome. that. I actually did journaling, but I didn't do it with um, those questions. I, I just wrote down my thoughts, you know, before sleeping, because that helped me when I had those insomnia periods that helped me like to release my thoughts. Um, yeah. So I did not like I did not do it like intentionally with those questions you just said. Uh, I really cool. like them. Yeah, awesome. I'll try Thank that and much. see how it transforms. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even two weeks to a month, and I'm sure you'll see you'll see some results. I'm not even in doubt because I do talk about gratitude a lot on my page as well. Like, like what are you grateful for? And I ask my followers for that. And uh, like for me, it's like just being alive. Like I have life. Like we are breathing right now. We are another day is like an opportunity um, to make a change. Um, so I'm grateful for like every day uh, because you never know. Tomorrow is not promised. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so everything gets in retrospective. Like yeah, someone who is sick is like grateful for maybe still breathing another day. Uh, I'm not sick, uh, thank God. But I'm just saying that I've seen so many people die around me. So I'm just very grateful for life in itself. Mm, yeah, for sure. There's yeah. a, there's that, that yeah. saying like, you know, your health is, you know, the ultimate thing for someone who's sick. Your house is the ultimate thing for someone who's homeless. Your car is the ultimate thing for someone who, you know, is walking to work every day. Doesn't have like a, exactly doesn't have a car. So yeah, everything yeah. gets into retrospective of where you are in life. So yeah, exactly. do not take things for granted. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. that's a big lesson. Big takeaway. It is. Yeah. But thank you so much for those questions, Nick, for sharing your knowledge. I think it was really valuable. I learned so much myself. <laughs> well thank you very much for having me for it's been an absolute pleasure and yeah like i said an absolute honor to be on your podcast i'm following your journey as thank well and i'm really i'm really enjoying your journey and um yeah i hope your listeners have taken value from this podcast and hopefully this won't be the last time we connect
No, I would love to do like another episode on something else because we do, we are very much aligned with our businesses. I just do it from a neuroscience perspective, but kind of the goal is like to empower mindset, to just empower like the mental health um, section. So we are in the same field. So I think we can learn from each other. Definitely. I'm not even in doubt about that. So yeah. With that said, um, please subscribe. You can see all of this in YouTube and you can, it's going to be released on Spotify and and Apple podcasts. And I'm going to throw in the link so you can follow both of us. Thank you so much. Bye you guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.